2020 hit pageants hard. And whilst everyone else is talking about how to walk, how to talk and how to dress, no one's answering the real questions like, what should I do when I've lost all motivation? How can I regain my confidence? How do I pick myself up after a soul-destroying pageant experience? Or should I even be doing pageants in the first place, especially after 2020? It's time to make sure your inner game is as strong as your outer game. It's time to make sure you're aligned so that you're pulled towards your goals rather than being pulled apart. It's time to put that imposter syndrome to rest once and for all. I'm your host, Adrian Kwan, and welcome to the Pageant Boss Podcast. Hi guys, uh, it's Adrian. Welcome to episode, what is it? Is it episode 12? 13, lucky 13 of the Pageant Boss Podcast. Um, forgive me if I'm looking in two separate directions. I thought what I would do since we've started, I've started the new uh, private Facebook group for people who listen to the Pageant Boss, such as yourself, uh, and it's free to join. So if you want to join, uh, depending on, and what I'm doing at the moment is streaming directly into that group. So if you're part of that group, you get to participate in the live stream, the live recording of the podcast. That way, if you have any questions, then we can interact. And um, I think that's always a good thing, having a bit of Q&A. Uh, also, if you're a YouTube subscriber, then you'll be seeing this. So I'm actually recording the podcast as I normally would to my phone, but I'm also streaming to my webcam, to uh, the Facebook group, and to the YouTube channel. So it's, uh, it's a day of firsts. Um, and it, it seems appropriate because I have been a bit more vocal about letting you guys know that I'm coaching. I mean, if you've been listening to this and you probably know, but, um, you know, people on social, it, it's hard to cut through sometimes. So there's some people who know me fairly well. I got a message just the other day on Instagram, uh, actually this morning and saying, you coach? Well, no, she said, I didn't know you coach. And then I told her the whole story behind it. And then, you know, five minutes later, she was booked in. Um, and she's lined up for a major Australian pageant. So that's exciting. So yes, I coach. Yes, it's beginning to pick up momentum. And uh, I think it's appropriate now that we're starting, I've started the private Facebook group to give you guys a chance to interact with me more and to really find our direction here as I really want to talk about not just being a pageant boss, but just being a boss in life in general, which in broad terms, I think I like to say health, wealth, and relationships. And I think if you can kill it in all three of those aspects, then you're going to be living a pretty good quality of life. Let's just say. So that's that. So um, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, make sure you do. It will be in the show notes. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube or the Facebook live, you can literally, or you'll see the link in the description free to join come and be part of the conversation. I did write a post in there that I really, really want to keep the quality of that group high. So I'm not going to be accepting men primarily, um, especially if I don't know who they are. If I know who they are, it might be a different story because my focus has always been the women in pageantry. That's just the way it is. Uh, and also people who I just don't really know, like strangers who are coming out of nowhere and don't seem to have any connection to pageantry at all. I don't want to let them into the group because I'd rather keep that group really small and have the quality be awesome. 
as in you guys can really have quality conversations, not worry that someone's going to try and like a, a dodgy director's in there and going to try and recruit you for their pageant and someone else is going to try and sell you on their MLM and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I say that because I only launched the group, I think last night, and the very first girl who joined was Nadia Sayers, who's Miss Universe Island. I know she won't mind me saying it because I posted it before. So she's okay with it. And then the second girl, I won't name her publicly, but it's a um, it's a world title holder. So, you know, when your first two members of your group are a universe title holder and a world title holder, I think it's my responsibility to to honor those two as the first two who jumped on board to make sure that the quality of the group is really, really up there. And by that, I don't mean, you know, being snobby-nosed, oh, you don't have a title, you can't join. No, it's more about quality people. So people who are genuinely interested in improving themselves and more importantly, genuinely interested in helping other people. And the two who've joined certainly are that. So that said, that's my pitch for today. Go and join the free Facebook group. That's all I've got to tell you. Um, No, that's not true. I, I have started coaching, as I said, and there is a special, I mean, it's the 20th of April for me here, and normally I, I would be coaching what I used to be coaching anyway if, um, when I when I was doing business consulting and life coaching was $200 a session. Um, you can get it for $150 off, so $47 a session up until the 25th of April, which is our Anzac Day, also the perfect date for those of you who watch Miss Congeniality. Um, but I also said it was limited to the first 10 people, just really quickly, and I believe there are only five left, okay? I'm not one of those people who's going to do false scarcity on you, and I'm not going to do the hard sell because my coaching, everyone's – it's a very – got to find the right, right coach for you, and I'm not going to insist that I'm the right coach for you without knowing your particular situation. But I just wanted to let you know because if you're thinking of booking in – then time and spots are running out. So and you don't have to take the session before the 25th of April. You just have to book it in. So five days left from the recording of this podcast, the 20th of April, um, and five spots left. So please don't miss out, okay? Uh, now, because I want to honor those people who booked in early and I don't want to just give everyone the discount because it sort of dishonors what they did. Talking a lot about honor. Now, speaking of stuff in... As we embark, guys, on this journey towards crushing it and being a boss, whether it's in entrepreneurship or pageantry, two words that come up again and again and again, imposter syndrome. Now, I know it's a big deal. I've suffered from it. I'm sure you've suffered from it. And let's face it, let's be honest, it's holding us back from the quality of life we deserve and holding us back from really going for it 100%. Now, I'm not going to pretend that in a podcast, just you know, 20 minutes or so, I can tell you something that not only you don't know, but that somehow is going to miraculous mean, miraculously mean you're never going to find, feel uh, imposter syndrome again. That, that's not going to happen. But what I thought I could do is share some thoughts with you and share some learnings that I've had around it that might help you. So first off, I, I, I remember, long story short, there was this girl that I was crazy about 
and um, I was dating her. And uh, while I wanted to date her, you know, it's in the really early stages and you don't know whether you're dating yet or not. So it's not official, not Facebook official. Um, but I decided I was working in my nine to five at this point and I, it was coming up to the Christmas party. So I thought, oh, okay, I'll invite her along to the Christmas party. And I met her before we had drinks at the casino here in Sydney. It was all going great. And then we walked down to the boat because the boat was on Darling Harbour, which is next to the casino. And it was all going great up until then. Um, and then what happened was got on the boat and I kind of had this moment of panic, which is, okay, I like her. I think she likes me. What do I do now? Or who goes first? Now, I don't know if you've ever had this situation. I don't know if I'm the only person who panics in a dating situation, but I got so in my head that I was completely frozen. And basically for the rest of the, well, for the entire cruise, I basically didn't talk to her at all. I just ignored her and looked over the side of the boat. Um, even better yet, there was this other girl that I kind of liked and she kind of liked me. I got the feeling anyway. Um, and I ignored her too because I thought if I ever talked to her, her name was Emily, then Kate, the girl I was crazy about, will never talk to me because she'd get jealous. So I ended up not talking to either one of them and um, had an absolutely rubbish time. Now, <laughs> I bring this up not to embarrass myself, but let me ask you this. There was so much to gain for me, right? I was crazy about this girl, Kate. She seemed to be really into me. She was at my Christmas party. We were having a great time. Why on earth would I freeze up? Or why would I self-sabotage? Now, your brain, my brain, our brains, are hundreds of thousands, millions of years old. And here's the kicker. They're not programmed to make you happy. They're programmed for survival. Now, that used to be in the old days, you know, when you're wrestling saber-toothed tigers, literally physical survival. These days, where all of us are just lying on our couch eating Cheetos, it's not that. But what happens is we equate emotional survival to physical, this physical survival that we used to have, have to worry about before. I mean, literally, my response to that situation was, oh my God, if I do the wrong thing, it's going to be so embarrassing and I'll lose her. And that to me literally was creating the same emotional response that I'd have if a saber-toothed tiger was attacking me. Now, I bring this up because imposter syndrome and a lot of other things that you think are holding you back it's actually your brain trying to protect you. So your brain is programmed for survival, not to make you happy. Because obviously, if there's any goal you want, so for example, I'm crazy about this girl, if I'd started a relationship with her, I would have been crazy over the moon. But the risk of embarrassment, right? Or you like someone and they don't like you back, you know, that whole thing, that equates to the same level of fear that wrestling the saber-toothed tigers would have before. So your brain is, when we call it imposter syndrome, or you're feeling any sort of fear where you're self-sabotaging, your brain is trying to protect you. Now, at the same time, it's really holding you back, right? Because you go, well, that's crazy. You're crazy about this girl. She's crazy about you. You should go for it. But if you've ever had imposter syndrome, you'll know exactly what I mean, because you're wanting a goal for example, wanting, wanting to win a pageant, yet at the same time, you feel yourself holding back or self-sabotaging or feeling like you don't deserve it. 
it's never one way or the other. You're never going completely gung ho for your goals, but you're never going the other way completely either. You're never you're, you're never saying, "Oh, I'm not going to do another pageant because I don't want to." You're kind of in that weak middle ground, and that's the issue. So, imposter syndrome, as much as it holds us back, it actually served well serves slash served a purpose and that was to protect you from pain not so much physical pain anymore in today's society it's usually emotional pain but that's the thing our brains tend to get a bit confused and equate the emotional pain to the physical pain so it's actually a survival mechanism now if you want to i was gonna say if you want to overcome this fear Okay, if you want to overcome imposter syndrome, um, first off is to understand that it's trying to protect you. Okay, you can literally have a conversation with yourself and say something like, Brain, thank you for trying to protect me. I know you're trying to protect me. I love you, but you're also screwing my life up and holding me back from the life of my dreams or holding me back from the pageant, winning this pageant or holding me back from this business idea or holding me back from this woman or this man that I'm crazy about. So I'm just going to notice what you said, trying to tell me I'm going to acknowledge it, but if it's okay, I'm going to go over here and I'm going to go and continue to attack my dreams, go full, go full ball for my dreams. Because when you really think about it, for example, in the area of pageantry, if you really go for it, I mean, honestly, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, really, I mean, you come last and you're embarrassed, maybe you're ashamed, but really... All that's happened is you haven't won a pageant. I mean, have you ever thought about it like that? It's like, it's just a pageant and there are other ones. So you don't, you're not going to actually die. As stupid as this sounds, as crazy as it sounds, you're actually not going to die if you don't win the pageant. But this is why you're having the imposter syndrome or the fear holding you back. It's because your brain's going, if we don't win the pageant because you want it so bad, then we're going to die you're not. So that in the first place might help you just to realize, okay, my brain's trying to help me, but this brain's a bit outdated, right? It's millions of years old. So maybe I need to take conscious control of it and go, okay, thank you, brain. I know what you're trying to protect me from, but it's also holding me back, right? And I want to move forward. I don't want to be held back because I'm going to be conscious about this rather than just being held victim or held imprisoned by my million year old, millions of years old brain. So that in itself should help. Okay, it's not just self-sabotage. It's not something wrong with you. Your brain's actually doing the right thing and trying to protect you. But it's a fear that's not really valid in today's society. The other thing that you that you have to do is because I don't think it's ever going to completely go away. All right. Now, I say this because I've been reading your answers, your guys' answers to the ones who are coming to the Facebook group. And one of the things I've asked you is, what's the biggest obstacle holding you back? Now, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. I'm not going to name any names. But almost all of you, all the obstacles you've named, it's really you getting in your own way. It really is. And it's really heartbreaking because, you know, I'll see someone who's achieved and I know them and I've talked to them and I know how much I've achieved and I know so many girls look up to them and I look up to them. They're amazing. They're intelligent. They're beautiful. They're all that. And they still have the imposter syndrome. Like they still feel like they don't deserve it. They still feel like they're not enough. So just for a second, if you're 
delusion is that you will achieve a big goal and then suddenly imposter syndrome will go away. The evidence kind of suggests that's not the case. In fact, the evidence might suggest it actually gets worse because then you go, wow, I, I won this really big pageant or I started this really successful business and I really don't deserve it. Now I'm really a big imposter. Before I could just pretend I was nobody, but now everyone looks up to me. Now I'm going to be found out. Oh my God. So <laughs> Now, you know this inherently. You do. You don't need me to tell you that no amount of achievement is going to get rid of the imposter syndrome. You know, I know that it's a game that's got to be won in here. And if you're listening into the podcast, that hollow sound is me tapping on my head. Okay. Or maybe more accurately, it's got to be one in your heart as well, because it's not just your thoughts, it's, it's your emotions. So I don't think it's ever going to go away completely. But as they say, it's only courageous if you're actually afraid. Like people who have no fear, they're not brave. They're just stupid, right? Courage is you feel the fear, but you do it anyway, as the old saying goes. So We've covered a couple of things. One is, okay, imposter syndrome or any kind of fear or self-sabotage, it's actually protecting you. So in step number one is go, okay, it's protecting me, but my brain's just a million years old and out of date, needs to be updated. Okay, so let's update it. Number two, understand that it's not about trying to get rid of this imposter syndrome because it's not going to go away. But it's about step number three, which is we got to decide how much are we going to listen to it? That's, that's the trick. In NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, you, you're taught about different aspects of emotions and thoughts and things like that. And one of the things you can do, if there's a little voice inside your head that's constantly sabotaging you and telling you you're not good enough, imagine, and you can do this with your hand, imagine you've got a volume knob. Just imagine in your head, imagine you've got a volume knob and you're listening to that voice, right? All I want you to do is turn that volume knob down. So it's still playing. That voice is still in your head, but you're just turning that volume down, right? And at the same time, get another volume knob and turn that up. And that voice should be your inner cheerleader or the lyrics to your favorite song, your favorite pump-up song, whatever it is. So we're not trying to get rid of or completely eliminate the imposter syndrome or our inner critic because sometimes we do need that voice. At times, it's just not appropriate to be listening to it. So we, we turn it down, or maybe we change the station. Like if it's a radio, if that analogy works for you better. So rather than being tuned into Sabotage 101, Self-Sabotage 101, maybe we can tune it to Self-Love 101 or Our Greatest Hits, you know, 506 or whatever it is. I'm rhyming, God, I should never rhyme. But you get my drift. It's not about just trying to stop it. It's about taking control of it and turning the volume down or just trying to change the channel because it's not going to go away completely ever. And the other thing that you can do, and I really encourage you to do this, you get to choose what you're going to be made more afraid of. And this is the kicker. You can choose, let's say if you're going for a pageant, you can choose to listen to the voice that says, if I fail, it's going to be super embarrassing and all my friends and family are going to be laughing at me or they're going to be ashamed of me or they're going to hate me, whatever the crazy conversation that you have going on in your head is, which is all probably BS anyway, because your family and friends are going to love you no matter what you do, right? You get to listen to that fear or you get to listen to 
you get to consciously decide that you're going to be more afraid of what will happen if you don't go for your goal. Does that make sense? So on one hand, you'd be like, well, yeah, I could be afraid of taking action and going for it, or I could be more afraid of not going for it and what that would cost me. Because very often in the moment, what's more real for us is, oh my God, if I go for this, it could be really embarrassing. But if you turn that around, and that's a short-term one, and we, that's why we tend to listen to it. But if you just switch it for a second, think of a little bit longer term, this does take some discipline. I'm not saying it's easy, but it works. If you go rather than listening to that short-term panic, which is kind of BS anyway, let me be more afraid of what I'm going to be thinking of myself in a year's time or five years' time or 10 years' time or one week's time if I don't go for it. It's as they say, like the pain of, the pain of fear or the pain of embarrassment, it's kind of, it weighs ounces. But the pain of regret weighs tons. And you get to choose which one you're going to pay more attention to. The problem is, and again, this is where your brain just goes straight into action because, again, it's a million years or two million years, I don't know, out of date. Your brain tends to listen to the pain that's most imminent and tends to be when, we're, when we let fear hold us back. It's because we think that pain is going to be coming straight away. Like if you announce you're going for a pageant on your Instagram, you might get judgment straight away. So your brain's going, oh, my God, we need to avoid that. Whereas the pain of regretting not doing the pageant, uh, you, can, you can kind of put it off, right? Because uh, it, might, it might happen one day, I might regret never doing anything with my life. But, you know, that's 20 years and I don't have to worry about it. And you can see this because if that wasn't the case, then everyone would have a six-pack, right? Like, which one are you going to listen to more? The voice telling you to eat the donut and the crispy creams and the crisps and all that stuff? Or are you going to listen to, hey, it's going to be really painful if I turn up to this party now that COVID's over and I can't fit in any of my dresses or my jeans or anything like that. And, you know, if it was easy, then everyone would be in shape. Or as I said, if it was easy and everyone got their dreams and every girl would have a pony. I don't know if you wished that you had a pony, but, but you get my drift. So you have to take conscious control, again, of this brain that is designed to protect you and help you survive. Your brain is not programmed to make you happy. You need to understand this. So when you just, when you catch yourself and you realize, why am I doing this? Like, why am I self-sabotaging? Why am I not going for it? Or why am I just allowing my fear to stop me? You have to listen. You have to understand that it's your brain's trying to protect you from this emotional death, but it's not a real thing. If you go for it, you're not going to die, like most likely, right? You're not actually going to have to wrestle a saber-toothed tiger. So you have to make a decision which fear you're going to listen to, which fear you're going to allow to counsel you. And again, is it that fear that's imprisoning you, that one that says, if I go for it, people are going to judge me? You're going to listen to that one. Or you're going to listen to the one that says, yeah, but if I don't go for it, then I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. And if you listen to that one more, then that imposter syndrome or that self-sabotage is going to go away, at least for the moment. Because as I said, it, it will come back. But the more you, the more you practice overcoming your self-sabotage or your imposter syndrome, guess what? It's like any other skill. You get better at it. Um, sorry to say that in life, generally what happens is as you get better at something, let's say you overcome that imposter syndrome, 
then tends to what what tends to happen is a bigger thing comes up and you start feeling that imposter syndrome again right and again it's it's like the whole courage and fear situation what you overcame before and what you used to be afraid of doesn't scare you anymore so what does god do gives you bigger things to be scared of and you have to tackle the whole thing again but if you develop that muscle of not listening to your imposter syndrome of turning the volume down or changing the channel on the radio as you do that more and more and more you're going to get better and better at it i just wanted to pre-warn you that the problem is not going to go away but as i said in one of my earlier episodes the secret to life is not wishing you have no problems because the only people who have no problems are in cemeteries the secret to life is wishing for better quality problems so maybe you've got this really crappy quality problem now but a year from now hopefully you've got a much better quality problem like rather than now going oh my god i have no money hopefully a year from now your problem is which million dollar job do i take or which million dollar business opportunity am i going to pursue does that make sense so don't try and get rid of all your problems just aim your life such that a year from now you have better quality problems so that's imposter syndrome if you had a session with me then i would be able to delve into more details as to your particular story but i think that should at least give you some food for thought so just to recap really quickly remember your brain is millions of years old and it's programs for survival not for your happiness so when this imposter syndrome comes up it's actually trying to protect you but that protection is false because you're not actually going to die but our brain just gets confused and goes oh my god if we go for the dream and fail then it's going to be death so honor what your brain is trying to do understand that yes it's keeping it's protecting you but it's also holding you back from the life that you deserve and then just as i said you've got to make a decision which fear you're going to listen to more the short-term temporary fear or the long-term fear or pain of regret which is much much more painful and then just a few of those tools as i said try turning the volume of your the volume down of your inner saboteur or changing the channel and just listening to something else right listen to to, to your to self love or self hype be your own hype queen all right i'm going to leave it there if you listening to this or watching this and you haven't joined the facebook group then what are you waiting for get on to it um facebook.com/groups/thepageantboss the link if you're watching the video is in the description below come and join in that way you can watch the live recordings of the uh, podcast from now on and you we can interact and i think that would be great so thank you so much for watching and i'll see you next episode hey it's adrian again thanks for listening to this episode just a quick reminder to come and join our private facebook group at facebook.com/groups/thepageantboss you're going to be getting early access special offers and discounts to all our upcoming products courses and events so make sure you head there now it's free to join for the moment at facebook.com/groups/thepageantboss and remember the link to join is in the show notes to this episode so click that link join our group and I'll speak to you in the next episode of the pageant boss podcast